The Varsity is a podcast from 22nd Century Media and sponsored by Gail's Brownies. Decadent desserts great for holiday, corporate, and personal gifts. Gail's Brownies, the best you'll ever taste. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the latest episode of the Varsity North Shore Edition. Kind of a different uh, episode we got going on here as... uh, uh, I am here with Mike Woody, who and Nick Frazier, and I'm Michael Dojic. Both of the guys are here. Guys, say hi. Hello. Uh, so they are here, but we are uh, not in our uh, beautiful studios here in Northburg. We are actually uh, <laughs> also working from home, uh, all trying to uh, stay home, stay healthy, and uh, stay away from spreading any more uh, disease or virus that we can. Um, so, yeah, so this is kind of uh, what we're going to be doing, but uh, no matter what kind of virus we have or don't have or trying to fight we uh, obviously still want to do the varsity podcast and talk about all the latest stuff um that is going on and affecting our sports scene because there is a lot to talk about um here so uh for you guys who are joining us thanks so much for taking a listen whether you're listening at home or uh being in the office or on the radio or wherever you're listening to us thanks so much as always um we're going to be doing a two halves uh format for this week's episode uh, usually we do a four-quarter format, but this week we're going to do a two-half format. In the first half, we are going to talk about um, all the latest that we know uh, as how uh, COVID-19 coronavirus relates to the sports scene in our world. Obviously, we're not uh, medical doctors and experts and everything like that. Mike, Mike might have a PhD somewhere. We're not sure where it is, but um, for right now, we're just going to limit to it to sports talk and talking about um, what we can do and that kind of stuff. So uh, that's what we're going to do in the first half. We're just going to talk about um, how it impacted the winter season, how it impacted the tournaments that we already had. Um, also, I guess, kind of catch you up on what happened in, last week uh, with the boys' basketball playoffs. I guess we didn't talk about that last week. Um, and then in the mm. second half, we'll talk about uh, what's next. Uh, I feel like that's the question that a lot of people are asking, not only in high school sports, but, I mean, in regular sports and life in general. Um, so we'll try to solve those questions for you guys, um, try to talk about what we're expecting and what to kind of expect uh, moving forward. So why don't we get started here uh, in the first half, and let's talk about uh, the latest that we know um, and what is happening. So we're recording this podcast on Tuesday, uh, March 17th. Happy Election Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone out there, um, if you're listening on uh, March 17th. But um the latest in what we have is there are no sports going on, and that's not really a surprise to uh, anyone if you've been paying attention to what's going on in the general world. No professional sports are going on. College sports are going on. Um, no high school sports are going on. Um, and at this time of the year, um, we were kind of crossed in the middle of two seasons. We were in the winter season where we still had the boys' basketball and the boys' hockey and girls' hockey state tournaments going on. And we were also having the first few weeks of the spring uh, seasons kind of going on. Um, so last week, uh, it all started. We uh, were on, about this time last week. We really were we were talking about Corona uh, and that kind of stuff. But we were kind of treating it as all right, like wash your hands and uh, be smart and that kind of stuff. But like life is still going to go on as forward. Um, that has completely changed in the past week. There are no sports going on. Um, the IHSA announced that the Boys Basketball State Tournament was canceled uh, for the rest of it. I know we moved on to the sectional final matchups 
uh, which was set for Friday. We got the semifinal matchups in, um, but we uh, the IHSC announced the cancellation of that. Uh, first, they were going to do it where uh, they were going to have immediate friends and family at games only uh, for the sectional finals and for the state tournament that was happening for Class 1A and 2A. Um, but then the IHSC decided to completely cancel that um, and uh, just not run the risk of having that. For the A-High, for the Boys uh, and Girls State Tournament, they also uh, decided to cancel those respective state tournaments. They were moving into the semifinals this past weekend and this past week, and then they were going to play the final games at the United Center this upcoming Saturday. Um, so two state tournaments are completely canceled um, and that kind of stuff. And uh, like I mentioned, we'll talk about the spring and what is happening there uh, but for the for right now, there are no sports going on, even the spring seasons right now. Uh, schools are kind of doing e-learning right now, kind of are not in session in class right now, but they are doing e-classes, just everything electronically. Um, so that's kind of the state of where we're at right now, where um, the state tournaments that teams worked for and worked hard for um, are just gone. There are no more state playoffs. There will not be uh, – boys basketball state champion this year. There will not be a boys and girls hockey state champion this year, unfortunately. Um, and guys, I'm going to get you guys into this. And why don't we get started uh, with Mike here, um, where for boys basketball, I mean, we had um, we had GBS playing Evanston in the semifinal. Evanston won that game. Loyola played Niles North. Uh, Loyola won that game. And we were going to have a Loyola-Evanston matchup for the state semifinal there. And that was going to be a great game and that kind of stuff. But, Mike, I know you're able to catch up with the Ramblers a little bit. I mean, what was the general reaction um, from the Ramblers boys basketball squad about canceling the season um, and just having a, a what-if where the postseason run where um, there's just – I mean, there's not going to be a state champion. They don't know how it's going to end. They were – from the way I kind of took it is they were more – upset that that their season had to end but they but they understood why and they that it was more about everyone being healthy everyone being safe and that that's more important than a basketball game yes they're arguably the most successful season in school history had to come to an end early early and that's something that uh that coach Levitino kind of talked about where it's really unfortunate for that but you can't really do anything that that's out of their control. And like he mentioned the day that they found out that everything was canceled, they had, they had a practice that day. It was like a regular school day. They went through classes and practice and they had a team dinner. Then they played, I think he mentioned they played bags together. And then about an hour after they left the school, they found out that the state tournament was being canceled. So it, it's really unfortunate, especially for teams like Aloula, who was having, I mean, they won 30 games. That's the most ever games they've won in program history. The first Catholic League title since 2013, uh, four regional titles in a row. So there was, there was a lot of stuff that they did this year that they hadn't really done before. And also, it was the it was the high school end for nine seniors. Nine seniors is a lot of kit is a lot of senior, is a big senior class. You don't normally see that. And they had 
five of whom were captains, which was also a first for first for the Wranglers. They never had that. But one thing that Coach Latino had mentioned was that the best part about all these guys is that even if you were a junior, you all you all they understood their role and they they loved it. They wanted to be in it. They did it and they they filled their role and that's what made this team really special. The fact that everyone knew that they had something to do they bought into it and they were fine with it and they loved doing it. And unfortunately it had to, had to come to an end two games before going downstate. Obviously I feel like the biggest question um, with any of these teams right now is what if, I mean, Mike, you and I watched Loyola and Niles North play on Tuesday um, and they just dominated the Vikings. I mean, they just made Niles North. I mean, Niles North had a very great season. They had a great player in a Quan Smart, um, and they just dominated them. And um, I think when we were talking about it, I mean, this Rambler team um, had the potential to go downstate. I mean, they could have, I, I, they already beat Evanston once, and with their defense, I think they could have easily controlled the Wildcats in the sectional uh, final, and then, um, had they played Stevenson or whoever in the sectional semi or in the super sectional, um, you had probably Loyola winning that game too. So, I mean, Mike, I know for a lot of these guys, um, the potential for what if, I mean, it's already a historic season and then you have the potential of going down to state. I mean, that's got to be really tough for the guys. It, it does. And I talked to actually one of the, uh, one of the juniors on the team who, who uh, didn't get as much playing time. He called himself on the bench mob, uh, <laughs> but which I thought was kind of cool. But so, but he mentioned that all these guys, you know, you work day in and day out, and not only just during the season, but during the summer when you have those 20 or 25 uh, days that they have that they could work together, the off-season workouts, you know, a, a good portion of, a good portion of them like work out together during during the beginning of the school year. So you're going through all that together, and they they call it a brotherhood, and that's really kind of what it becomes. They it's a family. They become a brothers, and it's it's really unfortunate for that to happen. But like like they had mentioned, I mean, it's something that's out of their hands. It's I I really I thought that they would have gone downstate really because the saw. I saw when they played Evanston, and they their defense put the clamps on really anything they could kind of do offensively. It was their their point total I think was thirty one. That was still the lowest uh, that Evanston had scored all year long. So in, I saw a stat yesterday on Monday that uh, I believe it was Monday that Loyola basketball Twitter uh, tweeted out where it said that they gave up an average of twenty four points throughout the three games they played in the playoffs, which is the lowest in IHSA history for that time period. Mm-hmm. And they didn't give up more than 25 points in any of the three games, which if you think about it, the sectional semifinal and you're not, and you're giving up 24 points, that's crazy. Yeah. The, and so that, that defense was, was able to shut a lot of people down. I mean, you, you couldn't, a lot of guys that like to drive, you couldn't drive. You didn't like the Equan Smith from or Smart from uh, Niles North. You could tell that he liked to, that he wanted to get the ball to the rim, but because the Ramblers packed it in on all sides, it was really hard to do that. And so then they almost dare you to shoot, but then you have guys that are six five to six eight 
coming at you trying to disrupt your shot and that hurts your shot too. So it, so that I thought this would have been a team that, that went down state, that defense was really good. The the offense was really patient. It did, um, as Michael is the guys that sat behind us at the Niles North uh, Loyola game we're talking about, they do, it's the one extra pass and then you pass up a really good shot for an even better one. And then, and then you make it. Like, so that's kind of what it was, what the team was all about. The grinders, like to dive for loose balls, or fight for balls and everything. So it was. it's really unfortunate that that, that, that really had to happen. Yeah, it, it is very unfortunate. Just to watch a season like that end, I mean, just the what if and that kind of stuff. And um, that's kind of where we get at with hockey as well. I mean, you had, um, we still had a bunch of teams in this. I mean, in the boys, uh, tournament, we were as a company, we were guaranteed to have at least one team in the state championship. I mean, we had Nutri Green, GBS, and GBN all playing in their semifinals on Sunday. And um, I caught up with GBN, uh, the head coach, and a couple of the players. And I, I, I all of them talked about how, like, the coach, Evan Polakidis, was uh, at Best Buy when I was talking to him. And uh, looking at a monitor, and like, uh, um, you had Matt Dalkey, like, um, doing stuff around the house and like doing lawn, uh, doing schoolwork and that kind of stuff. And um, all of them were supposed to be playing a state semifinal game at that time. And they talked about how um, I think the general consensus here is with all the, with anyone we talk to is everyone understands the decision. Everyone understands that they're not a doctor. Like they're listening to what people are telling them to do for the better safety of everyone else. And no one is uh, upset about that decision. Um, but no matter what, uh, what happens, Nick, it just seems like, uh, it seems like, uh, it's unfair to the kids, I guess, I, it, it, through no fault of their own or anyone else's, um, that it just has to end like this. So you had, um, you had, um, GBN and GBS facing each other in a state semifinal. You had Nutri Green playing against, uh, uh, in their state semifinal and, Fair. uh, yeah, and then so Mike, I mean, you talked about Nutria Green, who probably had one of its best seasons ever. I mean, they were on a roll. I mean, they were just uh, dominating teams throughout, and I, I mean, there were there was a good chance they would have been playing for a state championship, and there's a good chance they would have been winning the state championship. I mean, uh, just what was it? What is it like for that program just to have an unset, uncertain end, um, just based on um, everything that's happened? Like you mentioned, they won 63 games, lost five, and tied two. And only two of those losses are from Illinois teams. Two, two of the other three were from uh, club travel programs, and another one was from a power from Ohio. So, I mean, to, that's, that, that's really impressive to, go, to win 63 games and only lose five. And it's it's really unfortunate to them. The funny part is, uh, I'm. You mentioned Nutria Green. I'm actually talking with them at some point this week about their season and about the journey that they had, and mm-hmm. kind of everything about it and what they had, what they went through. You know, because a lot of these GBN, GBS included, a lot of these teams traveled to different states, different cities to play in tournaments, and you play six games in three days. And so it, it's really unfortunate for all of them to do it, especially like especially the seniors that 
but you could say this for any team, really. The seniors that aren't going to play in college or this is like their last really, really competitive environment that they're going to play in. I mean, the I mean, A-high in Illinois, a lot of times, as, as people learn from all across the country, you're not going to play many better teams oftentimes than teams like GBN or Nutri or Green. So these are like, this is some of the top of the top competition you might play in the U.S., and you're not having that anymore. So, I mean, it's – I keep saying it's unfortunate, but I really don't know like, if there's another word for it, honestly. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to put into words. I mean, just like I've been kind of saying, like everyone understands the decision. Um, it just stinks for the kids because they didn't do anything wrong. No one did anything wrong in the situation. They're just trying to help prevent more people getting sick and trying to prevent – uh, a bad situation getting worse and it makes sense at all it's just unfortunate for all the kids and um on the coaches and especially in hockey i mean we joke around in hockey how 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 long of a season it is i mean it starts at the end of august and ends in, like it was supposed to end this week i mean going through playing through so many different games playing through so many different situations i mean uh dedicating so much time uh i feel like uh nick you can weigh in here too just um yeah. it's it's it, it, it's a lot you put in so much work into this and just to have it end like this. I mean, it's just got to stink for a lot of these kids and coaches. Yeah. I, I mean, I can only imagine uh, what it's like to have all their hard work uh, and not ultimately uh, be rewarded for it. Uh, it's obviously tough to swallow, but you know, the important thing here I think is that obviously um, there are things more important than sports. It doesn't always what? seem like it, <laughs> but um, definitely more important. And um Obviously, the players just need to be able to one day understand that this is something that they couldn't control and that's just a fortunate thing that happened. And the utmost uh, priority now for all those teams is uh, just staying safe and social distancing and doing everything they can to uh, slow slow the spread of this coronavirus. But uh, definitely unfortunate uh, to see. I was looking forward to a possible uh, Loyola GBS boys basketball matchup. I, I might have even gone to the game if I had time, but um Unfortunately, we'll, I guess we'll just never know uh, for sure about that. Yeah, so unfortunate for all the kids and um, all the players just to have their season end like that. But um, I, I, a week ago, I, I said we were coming down in the winter season, and I didn't think we would end the winter season this way. I thought we would be uh, we would at least have games to talk about. But um, it's unfortunate the way it had to end, and we'll be uh, always be a footnote and asterisk. I get, I guess, for the kids and coaches throughout their careers. I mean, as for everyone, for all of us, I mean, this is going to be a thing where we're going to be like, remember 2020, the coronavirus and how everything stopped and everything like that. But um, I guess that kind of puts a bow on the winter season, uh, not really on a positive note, but um, obviously for all our area teams who are still were competing, I mean, uh, for Loyola Boys Basketball, historic season um, for GBN and GBS. I mean, GBS making it to the state semifinals uh, for boys hockey, for Loyola Nutria Girls Hockey, um, as well, all of them having great seasons. So um, it's unfortunate that it had to end the way that it ended. But uh, congratulations to all of them on a great season. A lot of hard work paid off. I know obviously it didn't end the way you wanted it to, but uh, still nevertheless a really good um, and successful season. So let's move on over now to the second half of the podcast, which is brought to you by New Balance North Shore. Get your better-fitting athletic shoes and gear at New Balance North Shore just go to Port Clinton Square in Highland Park uh, for all your shore, North Shore shoe needs. 
All right, so we're going to move on over now to the second half where we're going to talk about what's next. And uh, I think the biggest thing for us right now is we don't really know what's next. I mean, um, I know all of our schools are doing e-learning right now. Uh, I know some schools are coming back around March 30th. Some schools are coming around uh, back around uh, April 6th. Um, you had the CDC uh, kind of come out recently and talk about how uh, for the next eight weeks, you shouldn't be having uh, groups or gatherings of over, over 50 people, um, which will make most of the spring sports really tough to play. Um, so, I mean, why don't we start off here? I mean, Nick, let's start with yeah. you in the, in the second portion. Do you think that we're going to be – are we playing spring sports this year, or is, this, or is last week really the last week we'll see sports action, I mean, until the fall? Oh, man. If I had to guess, I would have to guess that uh, the IHSA will kind of follow the NCAA and all the, the college conferences and ultimately cancel spring sports. I just don't um, – I'm not sure how we'll be able to do it. Um, the only positive positive note I could find is that um, uh, my old state, Massachusetts, uh, their version of the IHSA, they're, uh, they're starting the spring season on April 27th and pushing the end date back to June 20th. So that's about – about seven weeks, a little less than two months, so a little half for spring sports. I think we'd all agree that um, less spring sports is better than no sports at all. Uh, but obviously with the CDC's recommendation, uh, it'd probably be important to um, to follow that, of course. And I'm not sure that this situation is going to get, uh, get better uh, before it gets worse uh, is what I'm worried about. So I'm 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 definitely worried about the possibility of a spring season, but we still have to hope uh, that these kids and those seniors can uh, can get out there and play. I think the biggest issue with uh, when it comes to trying to figure out whether there, if there's going to be a spring season or not is um, what are they going to do with the school year? Because um, I know there's postseason play going on after the school year ends for a couple of weeks, but I don't think you can really be playing sports when there's no school. And that's kind of been the, always the issue with baseball where, um, obviously you'd want to play baseball in June and July, but like there's no sports going on or there's no school going on. So, so Mike, I mean, how, Mike, how uh, much of a possibility do you think this is um, if they don't extend the school year um, and they just, uh, if they just keep it on e-learning and they don't really extend the school year, do you think it's possible that we'll get a sports heading in more in June and that kind of stuff? Well, actually, you know, what's kind of interesting is I know Iowa has, baseball baseball and softball they play in the summer so they play like in june july and part of august so i wonder if illinois would would possibly take a page from there i don't i on i don't know if they would or not but if other states do it i could possibly see them going that route but um one thing so i talked some of the coaches i've talked to one of them made a good point when i talked to him yesterday he goes if they do follow the eight week, uh, the eight weeks uh, recommendation from the CDC, yeah. that makes May sixteenth or thereabouts the day. Uh, we'll go May eighteenth because the seventeenth is a, is a Sunday. So May eighteenth would be the first uh, like official day you can come back and practice. And for girls soccer, regionals start May sixteenth. So. That would mean for a bunch of sports, because volleyball playoffs usually start about the same time, and same thing with a couple other sports. That means you're coming, if 
you come back then, you go straight into the playoffs. I don't, you can't do that. At least I personally don't think you can. So I think if they follow the CDC's eight week, uh, eight week recommendation, part of me thinks you almost have to just cancel the spring sports in uh, overall. Yeah, and I feel like that's, I mean, that's just got to be so tough. I mean, you mentioned some sports. I know water polo starts in the first week of May, so water polo just never uh, never gets a chance or anything like that. And um, it'll be really interesting to see um, how much of a factor that is. And um, if the spring season uh, is canceled, um, you just got to feel for those kids who worked so hard during the off season and that kind of stuff. I mean, I know in the NCAA um, – they're going to try to give an extra year of eligibility. Um, and obviously not everyone is going to be able to take advantage of that eligibility just for personal reasons or that kind of stuff. But um, for these high school kids, I mean, there's no extra year of eligibility. I mean, there's no, uh, oh, okay, you guys can come back next year and that kind of stuff. And <laughs> we'll compete one more time. I mean, this is it for them. So um, I, I'm sure it's challenging. One of the interesting things about what's going on right now is um, these athletes also aren't, allowed to be competing anywhere else like they can't be competing for a club team they can't be yep. competing for another team um if they do i just say we'll disallow that player from playing in the high school team i mean nick what do you think about the decision by the IHSA? is that fair i mean what what is that the right thing to do or is that just where the IHSA can maybe uh um maybe maybe make an exception to their regular rule no, I don't think they can make an exception to that rule because if you were to have um, you were to have a kid play for a club team, that's probably going to result in a group of over fifty, right? If you have two teams, two club teams going at it with coaches, uh, yeah. parents will obviously try and show up. So you know, you know, I love to bash the IHSA, but not <laughs> even. <laughs> but obviously, just uh, you have to consider that even if a kid goes to play for a club team, it would still be over fifty people most likely, and that would be a problem. So I have no issue with uh. IHSA's rule on that. Uh, I know that um, Lake Forest Boys Lacrosse was originally uh, going to try and schedule a scri- players-only scrimmage with GBN on Monday, but then um, you know the kids got a email from the Lake Forest athletic director reminding them of that rule, and uh, apparently there can't be any groups of or organization organizational sports. I guess is the proper phrase. So kids won't be able to do any scrimmages. They're going to have to. Gonna have to keep training on their own uh, individually, just in case the season does return in late April or early May, uh, while also being very safe and practicing social distancing. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how things pan out. Mike, what do you think about the role and decision by the IHSA? I think it's a good thing, but also one thing kind of to remember with a lot of club programs, they use school facilities, they use park district facilities. Uh, so a lot of the places they might be, they might want to use to practice would probably be closed anyways. Yeah. Well, I don't know how, how much they'd get to practice that way or train that way, but it's the right decision. Do you, like Nick mentioned, I mean, for, for a lot of these club teams, you normally have, you have multiple levels practicing at the same location or you have multiple levels playing at the same location. And for a soccer team, let's say you have what? 20 girls on the team or so and with coaches and so that's almost with the officials the coaches and the two teams if they have about 20 players that's all 50 players all 50 people you can have so you're just practicing or playing if i can michael um 
Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Roach. Uh, you could do that, I think, for some sports, uh, like maybe baseball and softball, maybe tennis. But the thing is, you can't have you can't have parents go watch. You can't have fans by any means. Uh, you can only be able to have really the roster, a few coaches, uh, a referee or two, and obviously uh, a reporter, of course. But uh, <laughs> so it'd be a pretty tight squeeze. Um, and obviously, that's just a recommendation by the CDC. Uh, it seems like Massachusetts, like I mentioned earlier, is gonna not listen <laughs> and then try and bring spring sports back in late April. So I, it's we're not we're not entirely hopeless yet on no spring sports. But if I had to assume, um, it's gonna be very difficult to get spring sports uh, back up and running uh, at this time. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be tough to try to figure out what to do next and um, try to figure it out as as not only high school sports, but I mean, the you have professional sports, you have uh, baseball, probably not coming back major league baseball until uh, June or July at this rate. I, I know the NFL is still uh, keeping his reign as king of the world and still doing free agency and that kind of stuff. But I mean, they don't necessarily need to uh, be in person or have contact with people uh, in person to do that. So it makes sense that they're able to do it that way. But, we uh we're kind of in uncertain times right now, not knowing what the future will hold. Um, for us, that means uh, not a lot of games to cover, not a lot of uh, uh not a lot of uh tweeting and that kind of stuff. But that still doesn't mean we don't have fun stories to tell and interesting stories to tell. Uh, so make sure you guys are checking into our websites for all the latest stories we have, all the latest news we have. Um, the March 30th and April 6th date. Um. I, I feel like we all can agree we'll probably be pushed back um, at this rate, it seems like. Uh, um, so it'll be interesting to check out what is happening there. So uh, like I mentioned, make sure you guys are checking in. As always, you guys can check out the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just find us on uh, iTunes or anywhere. Just search University North Shore. Uh, make sure you give us a nice little review. Make sure you are keeping up with uh, all of our news on all of our North Shore homepages as well. Uh, a lot of interesting stories, a lot of good stories beyond sports there, so make sure you're checking out all our websites there as well. So um, I guess the summer kind of came early for us boys. I guess we're going to have to uh, think of some interesting podcasts. We talked about doing uh, maybe doing a concession br- bracket. We'll uh, do figure out well, maybe we'll do some kind of brackets. Maybe we'll do another all-time rating. Uh, maybe we'll do a sports reporter all-time rating in the North Shore area. Uh, maybe well, create some- <laughs> Why don't we just bash the Bears next podcast? Signing Jimmy Graham for two years? We could do that. I mean, it might be old new. They might have a quarterback by next week. Who knows? Uh, they might have a quarterback by the time listening to this right now. Yeah, Andy Dalton. That's great. Is that the move? You think that's the move? No, that'd be a terrible move, but, you know. But it'd be he so Bears to do it. Nick, how are you feeling right now? I mean, as a Boston as a New York New England Patriots fan, how are you feeling right now? Did you, did you just say Boston Patriots? I <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say Boston native, but then I went from Boston to Patriots real quick, and I calmed myself. But yeah, okay. it flubbed that way. Um, I'm okay. I'm I'm really okay. Um, I can't complain with six Super Bowls and nine Super Bowl appearances in 20 years. I just uh, and then all the memories that came with it, uh, I just I can't complain. You know, a lot of schools, um, a lot of teams won't, really won't ever have uh, a type of run like that ever. So I'm pretty thankful uh, for Tom Brady being the best quarterback of all time. And I am ready uh, ready for the rebuild, my official statement. Who, uh, who wins the Super Bowl next, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe neither, man. I don't know. <laughs> you think neither is going to do it? Well, that's the stuff. Yeah. Well, that's the stuff we're going to be talking about in the next few weeks. As uh, not a lot of sports to cover in the next few weeks, but we'll still keep you guys entertained, get you guys through this, give you guys maybe a release um, from what uh, what is going on in the world. Fun, uh, fun thirty minutes to forty minutes just listening to the three of us ramble uh, on uh, with the uh, worst connection, but we're still there. So um, for Mike, Nick, and I, thanks so much for joining us this week, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Varsity Podcast, a product of 22nd Century Media, publisher of 15 community newspapers and websites in Illinois, seven on the North Shore. The Varsity is sponsored by Gales Brownies, Chicago Lee Magazine, Ravinia Festival, and New Balance North Shore. Check out the Varsity every Thursday on SoundCloud or go to iTunes to subscribe and put in a review.